Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for March 15th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Jess. How are you doing, Jess? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Yes, very, very excited to have you on. Uh, Jessica was on the most recent season of Sequester that Brent and I covered. Uh, she was my favorite player on the season. Um, oh, thank don't you tell so anyone much. else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, very excited to have you here to uh, talk Big Brother Canada with us. Yes, I'm so excited. I love Big Brother Canada and these feeds have been so crazy. So we have a lot to talk about. All right. Uh, all right. We are here to tell you about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. It was day 15 in the house. And uh, wh- what a day for you to uh, join us for your first live feed update. Um, I know. Very packed. Very packed day. A lot of stuff going down here. I know. It, I feel like it's, it's never a dull moment in this house with this cast. Truly, I, I, I said on Thursday night, I was like, hey, I, you know, Sheldon has won the HOH. He's got a plan already. It should be a relatively straightforward week we've got here, right? Uh, you know, it, it should be like what 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 could possibly go wrong here? Other than like I did I did suspect that Min could be in trouble um, and that that might cause a little bit of a stir, but not nearly uh, what I think we're seeing here today. I think her first mistake was going and putting all of her balls in Angie's thing in the HOH competition. Because <laughs> right from the start, like people were annoyed with that. And I think and then just her mouth, she just needs to be quiet. If she could stay quiet, she'd be fine. But she has to go around telling everyone everything all the time and making up lies because she's bored. And 
now she's in trouble. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people are in trouble, quite honestly. Um, all right. So really, uh, I, 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 I tweeted this out that uh, we've got we've got a ton of stuff to cover here. Um, we had a blow up in the house. We had uh, the veto competition happened. We had a, a target is chosen. We had um, we had a, a wild card exposed. Uh, <laughs> and then and really the house dynamics are continuing to shift. The state of the house will not stay put. Um, and so there's a lot to uh, to get to here. So let's let's get started. Um, one of the first things we saw in the morning was that Chris is going to confront Sue a little bit. Um, now, he's been told by Vanessa that there is a five person alliance that consists of Sheldon, Brooke, Sue, Jamar and Hira. Um, this has rocked Chris's world and <laughs> he is not a fan of it. And so he is going to go to Sue and question her. Hey, I are you are you working with with Jamar and Hira and Shells? Is this is this what's going on? And <laughs> Sue is just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who who fed you this? Who who told you this? I don't like this. Something something made you doubt me. What what's going on here, Chris? Uh, and he's just like, I don't know. I mean, I just I just see things sometimes, right? So I just are you are you working with them? I don't know. What what's going on? <laughs> yeah, Chris, I I feel so bad for. Her. He should never have said he was a brain specialist because now he just has this impression that he's supposed to be so smart and be able to pick everyone's minds apart. And really, I feel like everybody else is doing that to him instead. And he's just asking everybody all the time like wait he's just clueless and everybody feels like they can trick him so i feel bad for chris kind of <laughs> well um she sue is gonna try really hard here to uh to to get some work done on him because he's clearly suspicious of her in this moment um but he won't tell her who told him uh which you know is definitely a lifesaver for Vanessa um but uh she says like you're not telling me who it is I, I trust you the most in this game Chris I trust you the most and in order for you in order to make this work you need to tell me where this came from uh and Chris just over and over like well are you 100% you're 100% with me are you <laughs> Are you 100%? Uh, and she's like, yes, yes, you're my number one, Chris. Um, and so uh, he's still not really telling her. She tries to explain, like, oh, well, look, my relationship with Brooke is, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm close to, I'm close to Brooke, Brooke's close to Shell, uh, and, you know, all of this stuff. Um, and Chris says, you know what, though, I, like, I, I will tell you, of all the guys in the house, I do feel best about Sheldon. Um, you know, Kyle's cool and all but like Sheldon is so reliable like you can just talk to Sheldon like he's not doing anything crazy like he is the guy I trust the most he still trusts the girls more than all the guys um because he's such a ladies man uh but uh but he trusts Sheldon the most out of the guys even more so than Kyle at least in this moment uh Vanessa will continue to be working on him in that regard though um so uh, he says, you know, it's going around. It's going around. A few people are talking about it. He's like, you don't trust me. You don't trust me. Why aren't you telling me? Um, was it Min? Was it Min? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it, it could have been a little bit of Min. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because Vanessa and Min, I feel like nobody really has made this comparison, but they're both such agents of chaos. But 
Vanessa is just able, like, I don't know why she's so for like against men because men is the perfect person to blame all of her stuff on because nobody <laughs> knows that Vanessa is an agent of chaos in the house. So anytime like Vanessa messes up or does something or lies, it's always blamed on men. It's just assumed that it's men. So Vanessa should not want her gone because men is the perfect shield for her, for all of her chaos. It's true. It's it's very true. Um, so he says uh, he says he can't even talk to Kyle anymore. Um, she asks she she's but she's continuing to try to be like, well, who who is it? Um, and she asks, was it Vanessa? And he he's like, well, I I mean, so Vanessa, I mean, sometimes, but men, but men says things. <laughs> Uh, not even a very good deflection there, but for, <laughs> Vanessa keeps getting away with it for now. Here, it'll it'll be interesting to see if it catches up to her. Like it's kind of catching up to men now. Mm-hmm. Um, he says uh, she she then she like cries to him. She like jumps into his lap. Like she's <laughs> pulling out all the stops, but it's not working. <laughs> Sue, yeah, Sue's a really good social player, but I think she can be like people are get, catching on to her. Um, game a little bit. Yeah, he at one point says, uh, I just see you scurrying around all the time. Yeah. Um, and she's like, what am I supposed to do? Because uh, I talk to everyone and then people get mad that I talk to everyone and I don't talk to everyone. They get mad that I'm not talking to them. Uh, <laughs> maybe she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> that is true, though. It's just her personality. She can't, she can't hide it. It's very, very true. Um, so we then get to uh, the, they're going to pick players for the veto. And uh, this is going to be a very strange veto uh, because five players were picked. I believe those five players were, of course, Maddie, Ree, um, and then I think it was Brooke, Chris, and Min Lee um, were the other picks. But then after, ch- after those five players were chosen for the veto, um, they all then chose a partner to play in the veto with them. So Maddie chose John Luke, Ree chose Hira, Brooke chose Sue, Chris chose Kyle, Min chose Vanessa, I think. Yeah, and I, I thought this was weird. Has this ever happened before where they've done a pairing for a veto competition? That was kind of weird to put, like for Maddie and Ree to have to put their fate into a partner seems weird to me. It, it is very strange. Um, I, I, and, and so basically how this works is whichever team wins the veto, the original player picked for the veto will have the, the veto power and their partner will be safe. They can't yeah. be nominated uh, as a replacement. Yeah, which seem, that just seems like a very weird dynamic. And I, I guess because they were able to pick their own player that it could be a benefit to their game. But also if that player really, how do you fully trust that they don't want you out and they're going to throw it and then you're going to lose? Yeah. Like as we see kind of the plan, a plan. Yeah, it's, it's so it's like... Uh... It's it, it feels a little bit like uh, I think the closest thing I can think of is Big Brother 13 um, when they introduced the pairs back again, yeah. at, like the final six or whatever. And it helped save both Rachel and Jordan, yeah. which ended up leading to Rachel winning the game. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't I don't love the uh, I, I feel like the veto, the veto, like 
do whatever you want with the HOH. The veto has always been this like, it's an individual thing. You win it for yourself. You're safe, but you can't protect your allies if you're on the block. Um, I've never liked this idea that like, uh, well, you're on the block and you can protect both yourself and an ally who's not on the block as long as you can win it as a pair. Um, like, uh, don't love that. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it either. Yeah. Well, it's a very strange thing. Ten players are playing in the veto. Ten out of 14 people in the house will be playing in the veto. Um, so wh- something happened uh, during the veto picks or right after. But the feeds come back from the veto picks and there's some kind of like big confrontation going on. Um, I I believe that Jamar, who was upset that he was not chosen to play in the veto, was and, and was mad at Kyle from the day before. I believe he was he said something or was just was just like angry or something. And then Kyle made a comment to Jamar in response that was like, hey, when you when you act this way, you make the whole house uncomfortable. Um, and then that, of course, made Jamar even more upset. And then they ended up getting into it. Uh, and I believe that's where the feeds came back. And we saw a little bit of them uh, arguing with each other. And I did see Jamar said, I forget who he's talking to, but he said he was very calm in the beginning. And knowing Jamar, he is very like loud and crazy, but he's not a super, he's smart in the game. And he's not going to be somebody who's going to be super like aggressive and confrontational unless there's a reason I get in my opinion, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm already not really a huge Kyle fan, but I just feel like he's looking for any reason to blow up on anybody. And he's so irrational at times and I just feel like it it was yeah it was a bad look on Kyle's part but unfortunately I feel like it was also not great for Jamar because he doesn't know that Sheldon's more loyal to Kyle Mm -hmm. and so he's gonna side with Kyle so now Jamar's in this bad position but it's not really his fault from my opinion yeah and and like it is, it is. It's frustrating to watch uh, Jamar not because of his behavior, but because of what he's dealing with, what he has right. to deal with. Um, and like, like you can see, like in Jamar's, like he's a very like confident individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see the hurt uh, on his face in moments like this when he's called, you know, uncomfortable. He people say that he makes people feel uncomfortable, and he has people like Min who later is going to be like, uh, "Oh, pull your pants up! You look like a gangbanger." You, you and you wonder why people act like say that you make them feel uncomfortable, um, and it's just like. Like he's like like I, I I'm just a person like I walk around and it's like oh you make people feel uncomfortable uh you know it's 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 just it really it really sucks and you can see how much it hurts him um and uh and I I wish that he had more people in there that that could like back him up on an emotional and social level uh but it's not it's not happening because uh, he doesn't really doesn't really have anyone in there that's on his side. Yeah, it's not fair. And I think it's because he's so silly. They think that they can joke with him or say certain things to him. And I also think because he doesn't really blow up, um, they think they can say things to him. But it's not fair to him because he shouldn't have to be just because he reacts well to things. Take those kinds of comments. Mm -hmm. I do feel bad for him there. Yeah. 
well, so they Jamar and Kyle were getting into it, um, and Kyle was like, "You do make everyone feel uncomfortable," and there were, uh, they, they were blah blah. blah. Uh, Jamar was like, uh, oh, "Kyle, you, oh, you make me feel uncomfortable," and then uh, Kyle started imitating Jamar's voice. He was, uh, <laughs> and and then Brooke was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that's not cool." And Brooke was trying to step in and and get involved, and that pissed Kyle off because this is the second. Second time she's tried to intervene in his, you know, his, I don't know what he would call them, but he would definitely would downplay the uh, blow ups. Um, and so like now Kyle's mad at Brooke and then Hira also stepped in and was like, hey, uh, Kyle, I also feel like, you know, you can joke around with people, but you can't take a joke. And Kyle's like, what does that even mean? Um, and so it, it's and then Carol was mad at, at, at Brooke because Brooke was stepping in and trying to to uh, mediate the situation and Brooke was like I don't think this is the forum I think that you should have a private conversation Carol's like no it should be aired out publicly and it was just it was all over the place here yeah I feel I like I don't understand Kyle and Brooke are working together if Brooke is trying to intervene like let her she's trying to help you she is not trying to make you look bad she's trying to shut you up because you already are making yourself look bad so i feel like i it's weird that he gets so mad but like like i said he's just irrational at times and i also feel like brooke is really good at this she's really good at mediating like also when jamar and min were talking um about uh angie and carol and that whole um drama that happened a few days ago Brooke was sitting there and she was listening and taking things in and really mediating. Like she does that really well. So I feel like it's weird that it's not, <laughs> I don't know why they were getting so upset with her. She was just trying to help, but yeah, I mean, I mean, and you know, she's later going to talk with Sheldon about it. And he was basically like, look, you're in the right here. Uh, but this is also a game. And if two yeah. people are arguing, just let them do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, but it's, it's, it's so funny because Brooke and Sheldon have completely like opposite reactions to uh to this kind of argument like brooke wants to step in and you know defend what she thinks is right and sheldon is like screw all of that this is a game i'm going to do what's best for my game and uh i feel like the the people watching the feeds are like very split on like they they kind of hate both both methods a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i think sheldon is just he's to me he comes off very emotionless i don't know if it's just because he's monotone but he has like no emotion so in those kind of situations he's just it it is solely game related to him like he's like let this boil over this is better for our game and i see i I get that but also if you're passionate about something or you feel something's important i'm the type of person that i would have i would i it would be hard for me to sit back and not say anything so i see both points of views but i don't know i don't know which is better yeah this this situation in particular really made it clear to me that Sheldon truly is a game bot. And I yeah. tweeted this out that like, if you've ever used the term game bot before, I think you have to reevaluate your entire scale for what it means to call somebody a game bot because Sheldon is the real deal. Um, <laughs> and like, we joke around that I'm a robot and like, <laughs> I feel like a fraud because <laughs> Sheldon puts me to shame in that regard. He is truly emotionless in this game to the point where I think it it really hurts him um, because yes. he can't even seem to really like 
understand stand or like know how to deal with emotions when they come up um like so brooke is gonna cry to sheldon afterward she's upset about the situation she feels like kyle doesn't respect her she was just trying to to stand up for what she thought was right and just to protect kyle and to protect jamar and like just get the situation over with and uh and sheldon is just like hug like, he's, like he doesn't know what to do to calm her down other than say like look brooke i understand you're you're totally right you're totally but but just don't do that again because it's bad for our game and that's the only thing that matters and if they're gonna argue let them argue because that's what like just it's bad for your game and brooke's like i understand that but like don't you understand that when when i try to shut it down kyle gets mad at me when you say all right that's enough it's over like he just like he respects you. He doesn't respect me. Don't you like understand how that makes me feel? He's like, totally. But you just kind of have to get over it because we're working <laughs> with him and we need him. And this is like we're in a good spot. You don't you understand? Like hug. Right. Uh, <laughs> but Sheldon's exactly what Brooke needs in this game because she is so emotional. She's mm. crying at the drop of a hat. And so I think if she had anybody else that was alongside her, like if her and Min were together, her and Sue were together, it would be she would be a mess all the time. And I think Sheldon just being like so like blunt, I guess, and strategic all the time, it like they balance each other out a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and so he's also going to talk with Kyle, who's also going to be ranting about Brooke and about the Jamar situation. Um, and Sheldon does the exact same thing with Kyle. <laughs> You're completely in the right in this situation. I will talk to her and make sure she never does it again. Uh, but we just need to like squash this because we need to be working together. Um, like Sheldon does not care. And that is definitely upsetting some people who want him to care, especially about the Jamar situation. That's really where it's like, dude, you're so cold here. Um, but, uh, but he really does not care about a single personal issue in the house. And he's very willing to tell people that too. When Carol comes in and apologizes for her role, he just, he's just like, look, Carol, I, I don't care. I hope you realize I don't care it has nothing to do with the game. It, like, I don't care about anything but the game. It, you don't have to apologize to me. Uh, and she's like, okay, I just thought, like, I didn't want to upset you or, or anyone. I just wanted to apologize. It's like, seriously, I, I could not care less. I really don't care. Um, and that's not the first time he's approached people apologizing to him in that way. Uh, he consistently says, I, I, don't, I don't care. It, do, it doesn't matter anything to me. I, it has nothing to do with the game. I know it's a very strange strategy. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody like this before who just I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to play out because right now to me it's a little bit boring, but I think it's going to be good for him if people know that he's going to game comes first. Like they they'll never offend him in a certain way or they'll never um if they do get in an argument, he he can move on from it as long as it's game related. So I feel like that can really work towards his benefit but i'm interested to see how it'll play out for him the strategy sheldon is like the ultimate if you are somebody who can think logically sheldon is the ultimate ally because he is only logic and so he is the most predictable player on the board um and he he 
doesn't have any uh he can't maneuver anywhere emotionally and so he's completely pigeonholed into one logical throughput where you can say where you can you know exactly what he's going to do based on where he is and logically where he's going to go from there um so like if the problem is that the people that want to work with him the most are people like jamar and hira and uh and and even like min who's trying to get in with him but all of those people like they're more emotional players and they it's harder for them to understand Sheldon and he doesn't understand them. And so there's like this big divide uh, and it's it's hard for them to uh, to work with one another. It's interesting. It's really interesting for me to watch. It is super interesting. It's and it's frustrating at times when he can't when like those players like Jamar. It's so frustrating to me that he's not loyal to Jamar because Jamar is so loyal to him. He's like his ride or die. And then he would rather work with someone like Kyle. I'm like, how can you even connect with Kyle, but it, it's again, like him and um, Brooke, Kyle's this explosive, loud player, and he's able to like balance that out. Whereas Jamar, I feel like is more well round of a well rounded character. And I think it just, they just like don't connect in that way. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, it shows where like, you know, uh, Sheldon is able to talk with Kyle afterward. And Kyle's like, look, I, I understand what you're saying. And he listens to Sheldon and he like, does what Sheldon says to do. Go mm-hmm. apologize to Brooke. They clear things up. Brooke and uh, Kyle have a have a talk. Um, she gets him to admit that he doesn't find her as authoritative as uh, Sheldon. They kind of talk about that a little bit um, and they clear the air and they're perfectly fine with each other again. And that's that's I think from Sheldon's point of view, that's one of the main differences between Kyle and and uh, Jamar is that when he goes to Jamar and he's like, look, I need you to clear the air with with Kyle. I, I, I need you to like get on board with this. Um, Jamar's like, no. That's I, very true. I hate that guy. <laughs> that is very true. And I feel like Jamar doesn't really listen to Sheldon, whereas Kyle is more like willing to understand things from Sheldon's point of view. But Jamar's thinking, I'm doing this for both of us. So I still am thinking of you, but it's not as um, in the ways that Sheldon wants. So I think that's probably part of it, too. Exactly. Because because Jamar operates on this sort of feeling of like, like, hey, we're together and it's a, like a more a, a more emotional bond. And like mm-hmm. if 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 Sheldon doesn't see what's good for us both, then I do. And I'm going to make sure that I make I make it happen for both of us. But it's not it, that's not like a logical process. And so <laughs> Sheldon doesn't understand it. And yeah. so Sheldon's just like, I can't I don't know what to do with this person. Like they're loyal <laughs> to me, but I don't know how to work with them. And it's a massive hole in his game. Um, but I, and I've never seen somebody this genuinely emotionless in a, in, in a game. And I, I, I find it infuriating and, and interesting at the same time. Uh, so it, we'll see, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. I'm very curious to see if it, if it works. Yeah. I have a feeling it's not going to, but no. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so that's that that's going on there with all these uh these things um adam in the chat says wasn't wasn't cody emotionless no way cody was very no. emotional yeah um, yeah not only with uh with jess but but in the house as well like he was mm-hmm. he was fiery hot at, at many points throughout the game um oh, yeah. and that's not sheldon is just ice cold always uh is he doesn't care like you couldn't you could make fun of cody you could insult him and he would like be like my honor um <laughs> but like you could make fun of sheldon and he'd be like 
What does whatever. that have to do with the game? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like he literally is a robot, does not compute unless it involves something with the game. It does it has no relevance to him. It's trash. He doesn't want to even talk about it, I feel like. It's just anything that is gonna make like somebody upset or sad, he could care less. Like, goodbye. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> um so so that all that went on. Um, and so we then get to, uh, the next portion of the day, which is that Vanessa is going to go and talk to Min and she says, guess what Brooke just did or not just did, but guess what Brooke did? She told me that I should throw the veto so that you don't win the veto because they don't know what you're going to do essentially. Um, and she says, Brooke told me to do this. Um, and this is just, by the way, a complete lie. Uh, Brooke did not say this. Um, they, they talk about it after the, they like had a group conversation where they tossed out the idea of potentially throwing a veto at some point in, in this, you know, week. Uh, but it was never told to Vanessa, certainly not by Brooke, um, <laughs> that she should throw a veto. Um, but she hates Brooke and she wanted to stir the pot, I guess. Um, and so she's telling Min that Brooke told me to throw the veto because she doesn't want you to win, essentially. Um, by the way, that conversation wouldn't have even happened post veto picks. It would have happened before. So it would have had nothing to do with Min winning the veto. But Vanessa is trying to link those two things in order to make Min feel uncomfortable. Um, and Min's like, wow, that was a really dumb move of Brooke to tell you. She knows how close we are. Right. Uh, and Vanessa's like, yeah, exactly. Just don't tell anyone. It would be really bad for me if this came out. Uh, that Brooke, she thinks she's so smart. She's so, oh, ah, and she's mad about the fact that Sheldon and Brooke did well in the HOH competition. It's, it was a floater competition. It wasn't meant for people like me. Big targets. Uh, yeah. I can't believe Brooke did so well. <laughs> I know. I I heard when I heard her say that, and I think she says it to Kyle too. Like she yeah. says, I'm mean, like, oh, like we're we got out first because we're huge targets. Like, no, they wanted you on slop again because you are going to be weakened. Like you're not the biggest target in the house, but I love that you think you are. Like, it's so interesting for me to understand Vanessa. I, she's a puzzle. I cannot figure out like she <laughs> thinks she's working with men. Then she's not working with men. Then she's working with her, her other alliance. And then she's like talking Carol. I'm like, where, what are you doing? Where are you going with all of this? And I, I start to like think I'm understanding where she's going or what scheme she's trying to do. And then it, it, she does something else. So I'm like, she's just a, a, like I said, an agent of chaos. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's a pretty impressive feat that just randomly starting a weird showmance with Chris of all people <laughs> is like, one of the least confusing things that a player has done in the house. <laughs> it's yeah. It's so interesting to watch her. And again, she's another person. I'm very, very curious to see where this goes. And I think if, if Min ends up leave, leaving ever, she's going to be in very big trouble because she's, they're going to catch on to her plan very quickly. Yeah. There, there's such a wide variety of play styles in this house. And yeah. it's like, the fact that Sheldon and Vanessa are in the tightest and most powerful alliance in the house together is so strange. Um, it's so strange. And like, they, they all hate each other, but why are you working together? <laughs> oh, man. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So uh, so after Vanessa tells Min that Brooke told her to throw the veto and then says, Min, don't tell anyone. Min, of course, goes and tells Kira and Carol in the pantry. You know what's <laughs> sketchy? Brooke went up to Vanessa and told her to throw the competition. Don't say anything about it, though. <laughs> yeah, we knew this wasn't going to stay quiet for long. <laughs> Five minutes later, Carol goes to Sheldon and Brooke. You know what Min just told us? That apparently Vanessa was told by you, Brooke, to throw the veto. And so she told Min and Min told uh, me. And so now I'm telling you, but don't go and confront anyone because I don't want anybody to know that I'm telling you this. Um, so don't go and confront Min. And Ky- uh, Sheldon and Brooke are like, what? And Sheldon's like, did you even say something like that? And Brooke's like, no, I think that's a, just a complete lie. Min must just be making this up. Min must just be like completely inventing this of whole cloth because I never even said that to Vanessa. So it couldn't have been Vanessa that leaked the information because it wasn't even real information. And who would just make something up like that and leak it to Min for no reason? Um, (laughs) So they're just confused. Then shortly after Carol leaves, Hira comes up and he's like, don't tell anyone, but Min just told me that you told Vanessa that you that she should throw the veto competition. Um, and so this information went around real quick in a in a circle. And so now, uh, you know, they're they're a little bit w- worried about that, but they're still confused. They still just think, OK, this must just be Min being Min. For now, they're still thinking it's it's Min's fault. And so Min is taking all the heat for what Vanessa is doing. But this is really bad for Min because basically uh, Sheldon's stance at the beginning of the week was, I want it to be re, but if Min acts up, maybe we'll need to backdoor Min. And the more they're hearing about Min saying that saying that Brooke wants Vanessa to throw the veto, um, throwing out the fake five alliance uh, between them, Sue, Hira and Jamar, uh, all of which are really Vanessa. But Min is taking the heat for uh, the more he's thinking uh, maybe Min really does need to go this week. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I had a feeling from the very start when he said that, because we all knew Min was going to be acting up when (laughs) she's not acting up. So as soon as he said that, I was like, Oh no, like Min is in trouble and she's kind of digging her own grave here. But it also is Vanessa. It's totally Vanessa, like doing all this stuff and they just trust her because she's in their alliance. But I don't know. I think, and then at when, uh, well, 
yeah, you're, you're probably going to drill this, but when they have the, they confront her, like, I think finally they're going to start to realize a little bit that she's maybe a bit sketchier than she comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so Sheldon is going to talk with Brooke and JL a bit. They, they hang out, they're hanging out a, a decent amount throughout the day. Um, they eventually get around to like, Hey, should we name, should we name something, man? Like, should we make <laughs> it happen? And, uh, and she- Sheldon, who is just very anti naming alliances in general is like, ah, I don't think so, but we're, we're solid. Like Sheldon is like, if Sheldon named every alliance that people asked him to name, he'd have like 15 named alliances. <laughs> Right. I don't know. Maybe you just wouldn't be able to keep him straight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is why he's like, I know that I'm cool with you. I don't know which alliance we're in. Like I I might have like four alliances with you. I can't name them all. And I don't want to mix up the names and then have someone else think I'm whatever. So yeah, definitely can't name them because he's just in so many. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so, but they're talking and then JL talks about like, yeah, so I heard that you told Vanessa to throw the veto. Um, (laughs) and at this point, like a light bulb goes off in Sheldon's head and he just like gets up and walks out of the room and JL's like, what did I say something? Um, (laughs) Sheldon makes a beeline straight for Vanessa. He gets her into the pantry and he starts asking, uh, about like, um, you know, so I heard that, uh, that Min is saying that, you know, Brooke tried to get you to throw the competition. Like, uh, what, like Min, Min is just being so all over the place, isn't she? And Vanessa is like, oh yeah, she must, you know, she, I, she overhears things all the time. Um, <laughs> and so she must've overheard that conversation. And Sheldon's like, what conversation though? Like, Brooke didn't tell you to throw the veto, right? And she's like, oh, I thought, did she not? Um, <laughs> well, okay. So, but I mean, you know, it's this men, you know? <laughs> and so Vanessa's always, <laughs> that's, that's men for you. <laughs> right? That's, oh, men. <laughs> so, uh, there was just, oh, men, men, so, so crazy, right, guys? Um, and so, uh, she says, maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe you should backdoor men, actually. I mean, she's really being in a wild card, right? So, but yeah, maybe, maybe we really should be backdooring her is what should be happening here. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, hopefully he's finally starting to catch on to her sketchiness because she's not really great when, at being confronted. She, I, she can lie in the moment when she has a thought out lie, but I don't think she's good at lying on the spot. And so, yeah, she <laughs> was a very awkward interaction. Yes. And so uh, Sheldon actually gets called to the diary room before he can do anything with this conversation. And in the meantime, Kyle goes up to Brooke and says, Min, Min needs to go. She she got to Vanessa. I don't like I it just it clicked in my head that you know, we're hearing about this. You telling Vanessa to throw the veto thing. She told Min. She leaked that information. Min got to her. She flipped her. We don't have Vanessa anymore. Um, like, and Brooke's like, what? What, what, is, what do you mean? Um, we, we need to talk to Sheldon. Sheldon finally gets out of the diary room. They pull him into the HOH. They fill him in. He's like, I just pieced that together earlier. I just pulled her into the storage room and I was asking her about it. And she was lying through her teeth to me. I, I, could, I could see she was lying. Uh, like, I don't understand what she's doing. Like, wh- what's the scenario is she stupid and i just don't know like what is happening 
Yeah, again, it's his logic. He's like, I don't understand why she would lie for no reason because what's the game move in doing that? But we're all thinking that too. We're all like, what is she doing? <laughs> I know. I was like, this was this was like Schadenfreude uh, to the extreme. Like watching <laughs> them struggle, I was like, "This you you are now experiencing yeah. my struggle for the last yeah. week. You now have exactly. to deal with it too." <laughs> exactly. Uh, why nobody knows. Um, <laughs> but Kyle is trying to explain. Like, yeah, I have to talk her down all the time about Brooke. Um, like she's constantly complaining about Brooke. She thinks that Brooke needs to apologize to her. Um, she like, uh, resents Brooke and her place in the Alliance. And, uh, it's, it, they're like, what? Why? <laughs> she's just dropping bombs on them and they're like, what is happening? <laughs> Um, so they think, well, it must just be Min. Min must have just tricked her into revealing information, used her, uh, you know, thing against Brooke to, to, in her favor. And so Sheldon's like, but what do we do? And Kyle says, Here, here's a thought. What, what if we just replace Vanessa with JL? Just <laughs> a quick thought. Um, and Sheldon's like, we can't though. Like Vanessa will blow us up. Like we can't, we can't even cut her because she can blow the entire thing wide open. The second she thinks that we're not with her, she can just expose us and we're dead. Uh, and like, crap, you're right. Like, what do we do? And I feel like they should have, when they saw how quick Kyle was to drop Vanessa, that should have been like a little bit of a red flag to them. Like, oh, he is really e- like ready to drop somebody in the lines just like that and replace them. And so I feel like that should have been a little something for them to know. I th- well, I think they, I think they kind of know that about Kyle. I think they like it about Kyle because or Sheldon in particular, at least because Sheldon is able to predict that if Kyle ever finds a better situation, he knows Kyle will jump ship. But the point is that right now they have the best situation. And so he's very reliable to, to Sheldon in that sense. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's why one of the reasons why Sheldon really likes working with Kyle is because, uh, again, like similar to Sheldon himself, Kyle's a very logical player and he's going to do what's best for him at all times. And so as long as Sheldon's able to see all of the paths, then he can predict exactly what Kyle's going to do. The problem is that Sheldon can't see all of the paths and most of them are branching from Vanessa. <laughs> I know. It's, it's all stems back to Vanessa. Yeah. So, uh, so Sheldon's just like, okay. What if we what if we go and grab her right now? We sit her down. We ask her about it. Um, and we just kind of like, uh, we go, you know, you know what? It's OK. We're still with you. We got to take out men um, like just get her just get her back on board in any way that we can. And so, OK, they go. They grab Vanessa. They ask her. So men has been going around saying that Brooke told you to throw the veto. And at this point, Vanessa already had the conversation with Sheldon, so she knows that she can't pretend the conversation did happen. So she's like, yeah, but that conversation never happened, right? So clearly she's making it up, right? Um, it's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, and they're like, but did you say anything to Min? Like, what, what was the conversation you had with Min? And Vanessa's like, I mean, I, I didn't have any conversation with Min. I, I don't, she's, she's, she's making it up, guys. Like she's, she's, she's crazy. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say a thing to men, not at all. I didn't say anything like that. Um, and, and Sheldon's like, okay, okay. 
But what did you, what was a conversation you had with men? I don't know. I just don't like, I just feel very interrogated right now. Um, this, I don't feel very comfortable. And they're like, no, 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 don't feel, don't keep phone. Don't feel uncomfortable. Don't blow us up. Don't blow us up. Yeah. We, we're not interrogating you. We just, we're just trying to figure it out. We're just, you know, working as a team we're trying to, you know, we need to figure out what we need to do to combat this. So we need to know what exactly Min knows. She's like, she doesn't know anything. I didn't say anything nothing um and like uh okay okay i know we we get that i'm feeling very grilled right now uh we're not no we're not grilling you we're not grilling you uh it's 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 okay we just need to figure out what's happening and you know what it's 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 on us we haven't been talking to you enough we we haven't been uh you know uh, hanging out with you enough and and we don't want you to feel on the bottom she's like i do kind of feel like i'm on the bottom I do kind of feel like that. Uh, like, well, we, you know what? We're going to fix that. We're going to fix that. We're going to, we're going to make sure men can't, uh, can't, uh, you know, get in your head and, and, and stuff. She's like, yeah, you know what? That's, that is, I, I've been minned. I've been minned. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, we need to, we, she needs to go. Like, yes, we, we all agree. Min needs to go. You're, you're with us. Nobody's being grilled. We're all, we're all good. <laughs> uh the whole time though you can see like they don't believe a, they don't believe her when the, she says that she didn't say anything to me uh they're just like okay but they have to pretend that they believe her and so uh at this point the feed's cut for the veto and uh it's just like oh man what is happening yeah i feel she like i said she, could, she couldn't think of enough like lies on the spot so she was like i need to switch how I'm taking this conversation and I'm just going to be like, you guys are attacking me. You're, you're, I feel attacked. I, I don't like this. And like, I, I feel bad for me. And so that was just her way of like getting out of the conversation. And I think they, they saw through that and they were like, okay, you can't tell us anything. You're just putting this back on you. Like clearly you're sketchy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the feeds go down for the veto. Apparently during the feeds, being down sheldon did talk to vanessa one-on-one and she was a little more open about admitting i may have said something to min she did but she she tricked me um and this this is the this is the the uh the danger in and you know when we talk about like uh forced confessions and stuff like when you're asking somebody a question and you feed them a narrative like and we saw this happen with sue and chris earlier when sue was trying to figure out who told you about this fake alliance who was it who was it who was it he won't say anything was it min yeah it was min um when they're asking vanessa like what did you say what happened did min trick you into saying something Yes, that's exactly what happened. And it confirms your initial suspicion, which you're inclined to believe because it's what you thought. And it makes the, them, it makes their lie much, much easier. Uh, you, you, you never suggest, if you're trying to get information from somebody, never suggest an answer because if it's the wrong answer, they'll confirm. And if it's the right answer, they'll probably deny. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bad move. Yeah, and they're giving Min way too much credit. They think she's like mm-hmm. this mastermind in the house working all angles and it's like really she is she's just causing chaos. <laughs> yes. So beads are down for the veto. They come back and we learn that Maddie 
Maddie and JL, um, seemingly JL putting in a lot of the work. Uh, Maddie has won the power veto, will be taking herself off the block. And the first thing we see as the feeds come back up is re in the have not room with Kyle. She's very upset. Um, she, I, I think maybe came very close to winning the veto, um, but didn't happen. And so she is, uh, and she's, uh, she's also upset because, um, she felt like she was playing strictly by the rules and some other people were not playing strictly by the rules. Uh, and so she's kind of like upset to Kyle here and he is saying, you know, I've, I've just got a soft spot for you. Yeah. I think I'm doing really well in this game. And I just, I just tell you too much cause I like you so much Ree. And I just want you to know that there is a plan in the works. Uh, you know, I'm going to push the min narrative a lot. You know, it's like 95% right now, but I'm going to work so hard to get it to a hundred percent for you, Ree. And so, uh, but you can't put me on the block. If you win next week, you can't do that. I'm working for you here. She's like, Oh no, of course I wouldn't do that, Kyle. Um, and so <laughs> that's happening. Kyle, speaking of giving some people too much credit, Kyle gives himself way too much credit. He's always <laughs> he's masterminding things. It's like, please give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in the meantime, Brooke is upstairs in the HOH room, um, which really I should, I should point out when she's not upstairs in the HOH room more yeah. than when she is, but she's yeah. upstairs in the HOH room talking to Sheldon, very long conversation as they essentially are deciding who are we targeting? Because with Maddie coming off the block, either we put somebody up on the block as a pawn to send Ree home, which was our original plan, or we replace Maddie with somebody like Min and we take the shot at Min. Um, and Sheldon's dilemma here, which is a genuine one, it's 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 a very tough spot. And I don't think there's an easy answer either way. Uh, but his dilemma here is if he puts up a pawn. They're mad at him. He's working with everybody else in the house. And so he can't reasonably put up anybody without betraying the fact that he's not really working with them. Um, and they're going to be pissed at him. And that's bad. And on top of that, he doesn't think he can count guaranteed votes to make sure that Rhee is the one that goes home. We talked a lot, yes, uh, last week about how Chris put up you know, Michael with a pawn and how it very well could have gone against Chris because he allowed the opportunity for there to be a referendum called on his HOH. And Sheldon, I think, understandably, doesn't want to allow that possibility to happen. If he puts up somebody like Angie uh, as a pawn, pisses off Angie for the rest of the game because nobody's ever done her wrong yet other than men. Um, and Angie might go home. You know, uh, he can count, you know, Kyle hopefully Nessa, uh, Brooke. But other than like those three, he's not sure like where the guaranteed votes come in. Uh, Hira had wanted to uh, flip last week. He's always wanted to work with the evictors. He can't count him as a solid vote. He never knows where Jamar's head is at. He can't count him as a solid vote. Jamar also has a good relationship with them. Um, You know, then you've got people like uh, like Min and Carol, who also wanted to flip last time. She's definitely going to vote with them. Uh, They they just don't feel like they have the votes there. Um, And so he's really concerned 
concerned about that. But Brooke is still just very concerned about Ree. She had a, a gut feeling when she walked into the house that Ree was the one, the person that was going to take her out of this house. Uh, it <laughs> reminds me a lot of Tommy and uh, and Cliff when uh, Tommy really felt like Cliff was the guy that was going to get him out. Um, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i know i don't i do not understand she's like i'm just really scared of re i you know like yes men if you put men up the whole house will be happy and they all want her out but you know re i'm just so scared of her i'm like what are you scared of her about what like is she doing stuff that i'm just not aware of because i don't i think she is the least person in, the, in this game right now i'm so confused by that well so i i i think that's that's uh, like uh that's true and later in this conversation when kyle joins them sheldon's gonna say i do think re is very dangerous but i think we're overestimating her maliciousness like i'm not sure she knows what she's doing um and i think that's true uh however she is very dangerous in this game uh for specific reasons and these are the reasons that brooke is correctly pointing out here that basically if Reese stays this week, then you're leaving in the trio of Ree, Maddie, and JL, and nobody's going for them next week. Right now, you have Hira and Jamar going after Kyle. You have Kyle going after Hira and Jamar. So next week, it's going to be all like our allies attacking each other while those three sit back, and you just nominated two of them. Um, and I, what we're also going to see is a is a beautiful example of why Rhi is so dangerous uh, following this conversation as we could we could have we could get a montage on the episode if they edited the episodes well uh, of people going up to Rhi now that Maddie has the veto thinking now I can pull Rhi in. It's literally like four separate people went to went to Rhi like, hey, Rhi, here's what's going to happen. And now you should work with us because they all feel like they have a, a good enough relationship with her to do that. And basically how how it, how it's going to work if Min goes on the block and Min goes home is that everybody in the house is going to be courting the evictors. Because the evictors become the most valuable piece on the board, and it's, it's a trio of people who are willing to uh, s- move in a block and work with whoever can court them the best, and they don't have to be doing anything, uh, and they will be around for a little while. Uh, and so, you know, uh, and and Brooke, I think even even Brooke recognizes a little bit like she's not really dangerous right now, but she really will be like if she starts to play more intentionally, she could be very dangerous in this game. And I think that she's right about that. Um, So there's there really is a a, a back and forth sort of argument about like what should they do? Because Re is dangerous to them in the sense that if she stays, that could lead to a really bad place in terms of where the house is. And if she goes then how do they make that happen successfully and how do they deal with the min and vanessa situation because that also plays a big role with min still in the house they feel like they can't trust vanessa at all they don't trust they don't trust vanessa anyway but with min in the house they feel like it's extra hard to trust her and they kind of feel like if they get min out she might not really have anywhere else to go, which is not the case, but they believe that to be the case. And that I think is really helping tip the scales in favor for, uh, for Sheldon that maybe Min needs to go. Yeah, that, no, that is very fair. Um, I think 
but still having to put up somebody else as a target and make somebody upset. Like you said, like either Angie or Carol, you're, you're severing that relationship early on. I still just don't think that it's worth it because Rianne, I, I do, I do see how she's dangerous, but I don't think she, like you said, she's dangerous enough yet where it's worth severing a brand new relationship by having to put up a pawn. Um, and I think men right now is dangerous to the point of starting drama, starting chaos, starting lies and problems. And she's somebody that I think will continue that mantra. So getting her out now, I think is easier for them or better for them than re, but it is, but it is, it's going to be tough for, I don't know. I think, yeah. Well, th- this is, this is perfect because I do think it's a tough choice. And, uh, I think that we, uh, disagree on the ultimate, uh, <laughs> to, like what the correct decision might be. And I think really? that's a perfect example of like what's going on and what this conversation was. I feel like I, I was thinking about it. I feel like the danger of leaving those three in the house is just too big. Like if you think about it, if Min leaves this week, then next week it's either Kyle, Hira, or Jamar. Then, like, who's left? Who's left to target for those three? Especially if you have, you know, Vanessa jumping ship, uh, you have Carol jumping ship, uh, like Sheldon and Brooke and Kyle, or Sheldon, Brooke, and Jamar, or Sheldon, Brooke, and Hira, whoever, they become the biggest, juiciest targets, while the trio gets to be the ones that have been pulled in and have been out of the fray. Um, and I really feel like that's kind of a, a dangerous place to be for Sheldon and Brooke. Uh, whereas, I think that if you can pawn the right person, you can kind of get away with this. And I think the right person to pawn is Carol. I think that if you put Carol on the block yes she will hate you for the rest of the game she will make it her mission to get you out of the game but it's carol and she's probably not gonna win much she does she is accumulating more social capital in the house um but if she's on the block next to re she will not be able to accumulate the social capital with re that she currently is which we'll talk about soon and so that will kind of hinder that and re will be gone and so she won't be able to pick up those remnants as well uh and so with re gone then uh because if carol's on the block she will stay she'll have vanessa she'll have min those people won't flip against carol um and uh you'll be able to get re out of the house and moving forward i think that they can be in an okay spot for the most part, but it's still risky. It's risky either way. So that's that's how I feel. But I think that I, Jess, I think that you make an, a perfectly compelling <laughs> argument in the other direction as well. Yeah, I mean, you're you're starting to convince me because Min doesn't really have any like solid people that trust her, whereas those three are going to be like a close solid trio since the start. So that is true. She does, Min doesn't really have have anyone. She's not, although she's like causing lies and stirring up drama. It's not really. Um, totally affecting them because nobody really believes her lies, even even if they're not even her lies, um, someone else's lies. So I guess she's not as dangerous in the sense of like getting taking them out. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's it is a tricky one. And <clears throat> so Kyle does join them and they talk about this and they do come up with a good plan for how to deal with this. Right. Like Brooke and Sheldon are getting in really close with JL. If they can use their connection with JL to win Maddie and Ree over by going to Ree and going like, hey, we're doing you a favor. We're going to put up men. We don't want you to go home. Uh, get some promises of safety from them. Uh, hopefully that means that they won't go after them. Maybe they can be the ones to court these three. Um, you know, uh, Kyle does say, I think that re will go after you. Um, and we learn later that that's a little bit due to Kyle. Um, but that's what he thinks. So it's probably actually not reality. Um, but that's what he thinks. And so like the, the idea is if we take out men, maybe we can be the ones to reel in the three and then we can make something work here where they still go after Chris, uh, instead of them, instead of, you know, Sheldon or Kyle, um, and, and, and is something can work out in there. And I think that they're, I think they're right. I think it's a good plan. I really do. My doubt for the plan is that I don't know if they have the skill to pull it off. I don't know if they have the social and sort of just like uh, the, the social ability and the emotional like acumen to like actually be the ones to court these three. I think that Sheldon and Brooke do have uh, have made a lot of inroad with inroads with uh, with JL. And I think that will do a lot for them. But I think they're underestimating the amount of work that the rest of the house is putting in with re and maddie and uh and i don't and i think in a battle of social influence i'm not sure that sheldon and brooke will win um because they that's not really their strong suit so i think that coming up with a plan that relies on that is kind of risky not to mention sheldon just put them the two of them up on the block so for him to now come and say i want to work with you guys like i can see them in the short term because he's hoh and has power being like oh he has this power maybe he would be good someone good to work with but i feel like there's kind of like a bridge of trust there or a wedge of in that trust because he just put them up so why are they going to want to work with him when they can work with somebody like jamar or sue who hasn't like betrayed them yet mm -hmm. um and then then like i think the other part for sheldon is that he is very confident that him and his allies can win competitions regularly and uh he is he has felt this way from the from night one of the feeds he has always talked about like he really feels like uh you know himself kyle uh, you know, Chris to some degree, uh, especially now that he's pulling in JL. Um, he's got Brooke. Uh, he's got Vanessa. Like he's got a lot of the biggest and strongest competitors on his side. And as long as they win, then it's fine. Um, like they can they can correct this. Uh, you know, if 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 the choice skews them off in one direction or another, they can correct course as long as they win the next one. As long as they win, um, and he really feels like they can. The worst case scenario is what rewins HOH. She's got a one in 13 shot i really feel like we can beat her we can you know we could go we could go outside thursday night and, and immediately just feel like she has no chance to win this competition we're immediately comfortable um and this is weird to see uh you know normally we see people like overconfident about competitions but i think the thing here is that lately we have seen competitions on big brother canada especially that are significantly more winnable than 
than in the past. Less crapshoot competitions, less mm-hmm. mental competitions in general, a lot more physical things, a lot more skill oriented things. And if that continues to be the case this season, because what we saw last season was the pretty boys won like 90% of the HOHs. If that is the case with this season, and that's probably what, what Sheldon is talking about, then he's, he's, he might be right. Um, but at the same time, uh, y- you can't really rely on that. What if he's wrong? Right? Yeah. I think it's such a stupid way to play the game is to rely on winning all the time. Like, I feel like that's your last case scenario strategy. When you're on the bottom, you're like, all right, I just have to win every single competition, like, or I'm going home. It's you, you, when you're, when you're in control of the house and you have all these alliances, you should be working on like forming relationships or thinking about ways to win without having to rely on those competitions. And then if you win the competition, it's like a plus, like, oh, good, I am in control again this week. But you shouldn't be like, well, whatever, we're going to win. So it doesn't really matter. We don't really need to be that close to three or whoever, because we're just going to keep winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think for me, the most frustrating thing is that somebody like Sheldon, who's a very cerebral player, can mm-hmm. make this argument and he's not completely wrong. Like, that's what I'm most annoyed about because of like the structure of how they've set up the competitions lately. Like, like there's actual reason for him to say this, like in the past on big brother us, especially when like these big guys would be like, we're just going to win everything. We'd laugh at them. Like that's, that's so ridiculous. Wait till you get humbled. Mm -hmm. And like, I think there's still some of that for sure, but there's also part of me now that's like, he might be right though. Like he might, him and his allies might win 90% of the HOHs. Like that's, we just saw that happen. That's an actual possibility. Uh, yeah. I, I hope it, I hope it doesn't go that way though. And, and he does have a, like he has Kyle, who's this huge guy and will be like good physically. And then Brooke, who's smarter and reads all the time, probably has a great memory. So he has different people that can win different competitions. So it, it's a possible strategy, but I don't think it should be his first pick (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so they uh they conclude eventually that min really should be the one to go they think that if min goes that vanessa will be back with them at least to some extent uh and brooke eventually gives in she says okay i can i can agree with this plan um, Vanessa then comes in and she's like, Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to backdoor Min, right? Like Min's going. What a, what a monster she was. Like she's just <laughs> like, uh, she's like, she found her scapegoat and, uh, who's been taking all the heat for her. And now she's t- like, took this big shot. And now it's like, yes she's she's gone i i hate her (laughs) right we hate men she tricked me and now that she's gone it's gonna be okay don't make don't be mad at me anymore yeah she's like okay men needs to leave asap so that i could keep up with my uh all the lies that i had and she's not gonna blow up my game like she's like she needs to get out of here immediately so i can have like all my previous lies can be blamed on her and I won't get caught, but she's not thinking about in the future. She's not going to have that anymore. So, but needs to switch up her game a little bit. 
Yes. So Kyle then talks with Vanessa one on one and he tells her that he's spoke. He spoke with Ree and told her that he's saving her by pushing Shell into this min plan and that he hopes that if Ree wins, uh, she won't go after him or Vanessa and kind of it kind of pointed her in the direction of Sheldon and Brooke instead. And so he feels like if Ree wins, she'll go after Sheldon and Brooke and not Kyle and Vanessa. So he should be all set in that regard um and that's how he feels uh and it again this is kyle of course working in his own best interest and sheldon is aware that re would probably go after him or brooke um at least that's what kyle thinks i don't really know what re would do yet uh because yeah. she hasn't really need, needed to say anything because people just keep going to her and giving her a, a ton of information and she doesn't give anything back yet uh so we'll have to wait and see about re uh, <laughs> It's amazing to me that Kyle is still so loyal to Vanessa. Like I, Vanessa, like she talks so, I just can't believe that hasn't gotten back to him yet that she like hates him or acts like she hates him to half the house. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, Kyle, he had that initial reaction, which was, you know, he first he like just sat by himself for 30 minutes to cool down. Then he went to tell Brooke about it. Uh, <laughs> and then he was like, we need to replace her. Um, but I think that right now he feels like, OK, the core of this is that she hates Brooke. Mm -hmm. If I can tell her that I'm trying to separate us from Brooke and getting people to target Brooke, then she'll be OK with me. And if Min is leaving, then Min's influence will be gone. And then I'll be able to actually have Vanessa. And of course, he's wrong about this. But I think that's where his head is at. And I think that's why he said to her that he was pointing Re at Sheldon and Brooke. I never actually heard that in his conversation with Re. Uh, it might have happened before the feeds uh, came on in that conversation. But it's actually not really in his best interest for her to target both uh sheldon and brooke uh and not chris at all um so i i do wonder how truthful he was here in this conversation with vanessa in regards to brooke now that he knows just how much she hates brooke <laughs> yeah so Sheldon's going to fill in Sue on the plan uh, for men. She's down. She's been down for a while to get rid of men. Um, last week, she was saying she wanted men gone this week. Uh, really, the only person that really wanted men gone this week was Sue, and she didn't have to do anything to make it happen. Uh, <laughs> so good on Sue, I guess. Um, she uh, she's also she has been, you know, unfortunately uh, called out by many allies. She's losing people left and right. But at least yeah. men is going home. Um, so uh, she's down for it uh she you know she, min is jealous of her relationship with jamar and so min being on is good for sue uh kyle talks with carol and kyle continues to be uh, a little bit of like uh, all right i'm gonna make sure i get my pieces on the board he goes to carol and he says look so what we're doing here is that min is gonna go up on the block and we're gonna send min home and i just want to give you a heads up i'm sure sheldon will tell you later but i just want you to know that like uh, any information i have i always tell you carol you're you know you're somebody that i really like to tell information to uh and i want you to know that um and like it is as awkward as i'm as i'm making it out to be like as and as transparent as i'm making it out to be here um, um, and so 
like that's what we're going to do and 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 uh you know we're just going to keep it amongst uh, ourselves uh vanessa knows you can talk to her about it but nobody else um just just wanted to give you the heads up because i really respect you as a player um and she's like oh i think this is so exciting min's gonna go up on the block uh is it gonna be a blind side and he's like i don't think so i think that you know shell said he wanted to talk to her ahead of time um and she was like oh but a blind side would be good tv i read before i came onto the season that uh it might be better for your game sometimes to tell people ahead of a blind side but that uh it's a production and so you got to think about the the good tv potential and um i was tweeting about this and i hadn't caught caught on to this but I, i was told that she this is not the first time she has quoted something from what appears to be Dan Giesling's book uh, that uh, she may she might have been reading Dan Giesling's book before entering the house and she's been she's quoted it a few times hasn't said where she got it from but uh, but people have kind of caught on that this is probably where it's coming from and uh, Dan Giesling doing the Lord's work uh, here in the yeah. Big Brother house uh, for uh, <laughs> encouraging blind sides for players as uh, before they go into the house. I was going to say, I was very surprised that she said that or that she cared enough to say, like, this is what the audience would like or this is what's entertaining. I was surprised she said that, but it does make sense that maybe she was doing some studying before getting in the house. Yeah, and and Carol, by the way, is on an an entirely new level. Like, uh, you know, it reminds me a little bit of, like, Christmas, um, you know, in early days of Big Brother Night. Like, mm-hmm. she is like, uh, she has found a new source of energy in the house. Um, she is nowhere, like the the Carol that almost quit the game a week ago seems to have completely evaporated, which does not mean that it won't get back to that place. But yeah. she is now really like excited about, like she's the most excitable player in the house right now. Um, and I I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know if that was part of her deal too. I don't know what's going on with Carol, uh, but she, 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 I mean, I guess maybe being back in ketosis, I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, she's, she's found a lot of energy. I think it's because when she left, when she was like threatening to leave or wanted to leave, everybody gave her all this attention and now she feels like she's friends with everybody and she feels like she has a more stable place in the her position in the house and everyone's coming to her like Kyle's talking to her and so I think she's like feels way more comfortable but I am curious to see what will happen next time her back's against the wall or next time she feels like she's being targeted how she will handle it yes and so after Kyle tells Carol about the plan Carol goes to Ree and she says okay don't tell anyone but Here's what's happening here. Uh, Min is going to be the backdoor target. So don't, don't, don't say anything. But look, you know, I was with you guys. I was willing to vote for Michael to stay last week. Uh, you know that I just got caught and then I was really worried that there was going to be a rogue vote and I was going to get blamed for it. But you know that I was with you. And he's like, I do. I do know that you were with us. Like you were the one person who was with us that whole time. Um, and she says, like, I really want to make something work with you, Re. Uh, I think that, you know, we can pull in Vanessa and he's like, Vanessa, no. Uh, and Carol's like, no, I'm telling you, she is not with Kyle. She tells me stuff about Kyle all the time. She's not with Kyle. She's trying to distance herself. I promise you we can make something work here um and so uh they, they they're talking through that um re then asks okay so was i the original target this week um and carol's like 
Yes. Yes. You were the original target, but now it's moving on to Ree. It's, Ree's just like, or, or now it's moving on to Min and Ree's like, okay, good. I just need to know like how much I need to promise Shell in the conversation. Like, do I need to promise him that I won't ever go after him or whatever? Uh, or is he going to do this anyway? And I don't need to make those promises. Right. Um, and so like you can see like Ree has the seeds of a dangerous player. Um, I thought it was really smart to ask that and to try to determine this. Um, and so Carol tells her, yeah, you were the original target, but now it's Min. Um, and, uh, she, she talks to her. She, Carol's going to later talk to Maddie. Um, and what Carol is trying to do is set up a four person alliance between herself, Vanessa, Re, and Maddie. Uh, and she's calling it the pretty boys, but with girls. Yeah, I know. I'm like, this is an interesting clod of girls and the fact that they want to be the pretty boys but they're not playing at all like the pretty boys so they're just kind of taking their name and I, I thought it was so weird I was like interesting <laughs> yeah so uh so this is something that's coming together here um and you know uh we'll we'll see where this goes i do think that that carol is probably one of the people that re trusts the mm-hmm. most of the people that came to to re about plans um and it did seem like the conversation with maddie went pretty well uh so this could turn into something but the problem is it includes vanessa (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that's what i was gonna say too like those three i could see definitely doing something and maybe with like jl like carol could take over where mike was but anything that involves vanessa you just can't trust is gonna be okay So, uh, Vanessa in the meantime is going to go to Chris. Um, and this is what I'm talking about. Like the house is just shifting. Every single person is trying to be the person. Um, and that's what's making this house so crazy. So Vanessa's talking to Chris. She reiterates to Chris, we need to be worried about that five person thing. Sheldon, Brooke, Sue, Hira, and Jamar. Now you can see they're also pulling in JL. Like now it's a six person thing. We really need to be worried about that. Um, and Chris is like, you're right. That's six people. That's a lot of numbers. We don't have numbers. We need to get numbers, Vanessa. Who do we have as numbers? You, me, Carol, Angie. That's four. We need somebody else. I hate to say it. Do we need Kyle? Do we need Kyle as our fifth? We need five at least, right? Like, uh, maybe we need Kyle. And it's like, it's like, how did this come full circle to where Vanessa is now bringing Kyle in on her side alliance that was designed to take out Kyle? Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> Kyle gets lucky a lot. Like he like, where does where? Why even pick Kyle? There's so many people in the house to like, what about Jamar? I don't I just don't. Kyle gets lucky. Truly. Um, and so, uh, so they talk about, uh, Chris says, like, we gotta, we gotta take out Jamar next week. Um, he's, he's the dangerous one. He's too close to Shell. Uh, he's, he will come after us. Um, if we take him out, we weaken that group. Um, he's too close to Sue as well. I talked to Sue today and I talked, I talked to Sue today and, uh, <laughs> I could tell that she was like sketched out, right? And so, uh, we need to get rid of Jamar so that, so that Sue doesn't have those options anymore right and so we got to take a shot at jamar and vanessa's like and also brooke she's really <laughs> she's really sketchy and dangerous it's like okay yeah brooke too but jamar jamar and brooke jamar and brooke are our targets <laughs> vanessa is so good at targeting people that she's working with or people <laughs> <in her alliance. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. You're talking about somebody who's who I'm not aligned with. You're, you're talking to talk, Jamar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I'm not aligned with Jamar. I only target allies. Yeah. That's, we got to <laughs> let's move on to Brooke, actually. <laughs> yeah. How about Brooke? <laughs> um so there that's that's what's going on there and so uh they go and talk to kyle this was not on the feeds though i don't know what that conversation consisted of um but uh then chris uh then they go and grab sheldon vanessa leaves and chris kyle and sheldon have a conversation um and i think this went really well for sheldon uh because again we know from chris's perspective that he likes uh, sheldon a lot and wants to work with him but the only problem is that Vanessa is in his ear about Sheldon's alliance with Hira and Jamar and them. And so he's worried about that. And so they, Chris, Kyle and Sheldon talk about the plan for next week. And uh, they talk, they, Chris brings up, so what, how do you feel about Jamar and Hira? And Sheldon's like, look, I can't be the one to take the shot at them, but if you two win and take the shot at them for me, uh, that would be perfect. I would love that. Uh, if you if you put Jamar and Hira on the block, that would just be uh, wonderful. And you can see in Chris's eyes, he's like, yes, like that was his one concern was pissing off Sheldon by going after Jamar and Hira. And now he's like, mm, yes, like Sheldon's with us. Like we can do that. We can take these people out and it won't bother Sheldon. That's perfect. Um, and so Chris is really excited. Um, and Sheldon's like, it's, I'm serious. It's just like when you put up Brooke and I was like, that's, that's okay. Because, you know, I'm close to Brooke, but that was fine. Uh, it's like, I, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I'm with you guys. That's been my thing. You know, I, I'm sorry if we don't check in enough because I, I am an introvert, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, I've been with this since the start. We're going to do what they did last season, but better. Everyone wants to be the yeah. pretty boys. I know. I was going to say another pretty boy shout out because he's like, I saw what those guys did last season. We're going to do that, but better. And I'm like, OK, well, everybody wants to be the pretty boys, but nobody's really playing like the pretty boys because they this isn't even really a thing. So <laughs> it's so weird. But poor, again, poor Chris, because Chris is really thinking this is a thing and he's all excited. And he's like, my boys and Sheldon and Kai are like, yeah, sure. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I'll, I'll be talking with Anthony Douglas tonight. Uh, good time, I guess, to, uh, bring on a pretty boy yeah. onto yeah. the podcast. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll get his thoughts on all of this, but, uh, but yeah, so that's what happens there with Chris, Kyle and Sheldon. Um, then Jamar is going to then go approach Re, and he's like, okay, Re, uh, don't tell anyone I'm telling you this, but I think that there's a plan in the works. Um, we just need to, you need to go to Shell. You need to tell him that you're good with him. And, you know, that, uh, you know, you won't gonna, you're not going to put him up or anything. Cause we really got to try to get somebody else on the block. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm telling you there could be a montage of People going up to Re saying like the exact same thing to her, thinking that they're the ones pulling her in and they're the ones convincing yeah. her that they're the ones who are convincing Sheldon to make some other plan happen. Um, and so he's like, who would you prefer, Min or Chris? And she says, I would prefer Chris, to be honest. It's like, OK, go after Chris then. Um, and he's like, OK, so the, you're, you're going to do that. Uh, and so <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> I know that was fun to watch because Javar just so thinks that he's rightfully thinks that he's Sheldon's right-hand guy. So he's like talking to Re, like, oh, you know, I can kind of get whatever you need done. And he's like whispering to her and feels like he's he's running the show behind the scenes with Sheldon when really Sheldon kind of wants him out next week. So it was just like funny to see that he, he really, and there's already a plan and he doesn't even know. So I'm like, oh, Jamar. <laughs> 
I like I really want to know like what Rhea is thinking as person after person come up to her as being like, I'm going to get Sheldon to do this for you. <laughs> I know she actually she's playing that off really well. She, she just does. Uh-huh. Every time they bring it up, she's like, oh, uh-huh, OK, sounds she, good. Yeah, she plays dumb again. Like she's very good socially. She's able to play dumb every single time, which is not something that a lot of people are capable of doing. Usually mm-hmm. once they know information and they're told information, they're like, Oh yeah. Uh but she's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Um it's it's pretty good. Like at this point when Jamar's talking to her, she already knows that it's Min, right? That's their place. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't say anything. So that's that is it's good that she's able to hide that because a lot of people would have already blabbed about it and then Jamar would freak out, lose his mind, it would cause scene. So she's good at keeping things quiet. So I'm kind of I've been overlooking her, but I need to pay attention to her more. Yeah. Uh, Carol is going to go and talk with Vanessa um, that she says, I know Min's going up. Uh, I've talked with Ree. I've talked with Maddie. They both want to make a four with us. Uh, and Vanessa's like, what? They want to make what they want to align with me. Uh, she's like, yes, I convinced them that you're not with Kyle. Um, so I, you, I, we're going to we're going to make the pretty boys but with girls. Um, and uh, Vanessa's like, but Rhea is so close to Kyle. And Carol says, no, no, she's only been pretending to be close with, Ke- with Kyle. She's not actually with Kyle. Like the, she, like Carol has to convince both Vanessa and yeah. Rhea that neither one of them is actually with <laughs> Kyle. Um, and so he's only been pretending ever since he did that thing to Michael that he, she has been off of the Kyle train. So like, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. And they were both thrilled. Like they were so excited about it. I did not, th- I thought, did not think Vanessa was going to be as into it as she was because she already in this strong alliance. And I, she was, they both seemed thrilled. So I was like, huh, I was surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, and again, like I, I really feel like the next stage of the game, if this min backdoor plan goes through is going to be who is able to win over the evictors. And I think that Carol and Vanessa <laughs> somehow might actually be in the lead um and that puts them in a position of power but again the problem is that vanessa is there and i don't know what that means for them so uh it's it's very very you know it i really thought things were going to solidify this week but they've just gotten even more fluid than they were before I know what I'm kind of thinking and hoping happens is because I know JL and Jamar have been getting close and I feel like the two girls trust JL more than they trust um, these two girls. So maybe JL and Jamar can kind of get close with Sue and then pull in those other two girls and have like a really strong trust, really dynamics. Nobody really trusts anybody. Everyone has like their one or two people they trust, but no Alliance I feel like is solid enough and trusting enough yet. They, we need like, one solid strong one. Yeah, I mean I think that I think that Carol is sort of winning with Ree and Maddie the most, uh but I think that Sheldon and Brooke are winning the most with JL. Um and so I don't know where that goes cuz JL is also as you said connected to Jamar and mm-hmm. Hira. Um and I don't think he sees the conflict in that quite yet. Yeah. Um but but I do think he's more more into Sheldon and Brooke than he is Jamar and Hira right now and that's going to be based on a conversation that we're going to get to uh right now um so uh sheldon uh, or sorry jl's talking to sheldon brooke and he says that he's kind of glad that the veto was pairs because he probably would have won uh on his own if not and if he had won on his own then he would have had to either use the veto um and you know save one of the girls and then be like forever connected to them uh, yeah. or 
not use it and like piss them off and be in a bad spot. So he kind of like he won and doesn't have to deal with the ramifications. So it's uh, that was a good thing for him. Um, And so but then he also he's like, okay, so. All right. All right. Shell. Is Kyle untouchable? you? (laughs) Like what what's going on with Kyle, man? And uh, Sheldon says, it's it's not that he's untouchable. It's that he's like this big guy. And he, you know, if, if Kyle leaves, then like, who's next? Right. Like, the, the, I don't have any shield in front of me anymore. Uh, like so many people are willing to take the shot at Kyle. It's like, why am I going to do that work and then be the target afterward? Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense for me. Um, and Jazz like, that's exactly what I thought, man. Like, and OK, so don't tell anybody this. But Kyle's actually been coming to me and trying to like have talks and stuff. We call it like building trust talks. Uh, <laughs> and so like, I think that I can be cool with him, man. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we can like work something out. And so this is why I really feel like Sheldon and Brooke are kind of winning the, uh, the JL uh, fight here. JL has not told anybody else about the Kyle stuff um, to the same degree that he is um, Sheldon and Kyle uh, or so Sheldon, Sheldon and, and Brooke. And so I, I, th- I think that they're really making some good inroads here. Um, they're telling him things that they're hoping will, uh, will get back to re and Maddie. Um, and so they're try they're, they're banking on like JL helping them out with re and maddie um at at some point like when they're talking about kyle uh hira just kind of comes into the hoh room and like halts the conversation just sits down uh yeah. and then they both both jl and hira leave and she's just like i hate this <laughs> i hate this like he's just he has so much trouble dealing with like people when he doesn't want them to be there uh but then jl comes back in they finish the conversation um they both they they agree that uh chris is the person they would send home before kyle like chris is kind of the more uh pressing person uh which is exactly what they what sheldon wants chris there to be um and so this is this is promising for brooke and sheldon if they really do have jl like this that's that's that that can make their plan work if if it works out in the way that they want. But they don't see what's happening with Carol and Vanessa, which could really be a thorn in their side. They also don't see what's happening with Chris and Vanessa, which could also be a big thorn in their side. So uh, there, there's still quite a lot that's uh, that's going around here. Yeah, I'm curious to see um, where JL goes from here, because I wonder if he I don't I guess I I don't know his dynamic enough with Sheldon but Sheldon's in power right now so I feel like everybody's kind of coming to him but when he's not in power and whoever's in power next week and like you said they're going to really be going after JL and the two girls will he stay on board with them or will he move to who's next in power I'm curious to see how that goes yeah um so then a couple of brief things before we close out the day uh sheldon brooks sue jamar and hira had a brief conversation uh where they talked about min and how she somehow named all five of them like how did she get that information i'm just waiting for it to click in brooke and sheldon's mind like min named all five of us Vanessa told Min about Brooke wanting her to throw the veto. I wonder if Vanessa is the one that outed all five of us. Could this problem be even worse than we thought? Um, but they haven't seemingly haven't really put that together yet. Or if they have, they don't seem to mind because they think it's isolated to Min. Um, but, uh, 
but so that that happens and then brooke late at night is going to talk to the cameras she says uh i can't believe i'm working with the alpha males uh i'm so annoyed that this is happening i came in i thought i was gonna not work with the alpha males but trying to be adaptable um and she says again the, the same thing that she said in the first night of feeds i recognize sheldon is the best player in the house right now and i'm not gonna be able to beat him in the end so i'm gonna have to start thinking about like how do i get out from under that at some point late in the game um so she's she's not forgotten but it's still so early like these players are playing so fast and they're trying to get all their allies out like sheldon's <laughs> like yeah to to um Chris, he's like, yeah, you can take out Jamar. I just can't take out Jamar. Like, that's something you do like four weeks from now. Like, Jamar is a solid number for you. He will ride or die for you. Why are you trying to take him out this early? Like, everybody is just playing so fast. Yeah. And, you know, they're all trying to be the pretty boys. But one of the <laughs> things the pretty boys did so well is that they convinced their allies to not target any members of the pretty boys, but instead right. target the allies of the pretty boys. So like instead of Jamar and Hira going after Kyle and Kyle going after Jamar and Hira, they would have had Jamar and Hira going after Chris. And, uh, and that was like the intention, but they had, but Sheldon hasn't been able to appeal to them on an emotional level to get that to happen. And so now it's, it's just become this big mess. And then you have Vanessa involved, which makes it even <laughs> harder. Uh, and so it's, it's all over the place, which I guess is good for us. It is. It's the messiness is so entertaining and I love it. But game wise, it's just you like, I don't know, you can take a step back. And I think Brooke and Sheldon were kind of chilling and they were forced into this position when he got HOH. They were kind of taking a backseat for a bit. I mean, obviously, Brooke was on the block, but I feel like they weren't overplaying. And now like they kind of got forced to overplay and then they get things in their head and they start to get paranoid and they're like all just trying to target each other. And I'm like, you don't have to do that yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt they were underplaying last week. Yeah. Uh, and then this week, it seemed like they had a good plan. But the second something went wrong, meaning mm -hmm. Maddie won the veto. Now it's like, well, crap, we, there's not a lot of room to maneuver here because they don't really have like the social, emotional capabilities to expand their reach beyond the logical path that they're following. Um, so that's that's what we have for you today. This was definitely a long one. Like I said, there was a lot that happened yesterday. The yeah. entire nature of the game has been shifted in, in multiple different directions. There were confrontations, vetoes, targets. Um, Sheldon promised to Min earlier in the day that he would not backdoor her. Then later in the day when she asked, he was like, I mean, I meant it when I said it. Which she took to mean that she was still good, so she still feels okay. Um, but uh, but that we are definitely in for some more chaos in uh, in the short term because after the veto ceremony, Min is going to be very upset. Sheldon might talk to Min before the veto ceremony, so we might see some craziness happen there. Um, I was thinking about what might happen when Min finds out, and I realized Min has a ton of dirt on Vanessa. All of the things that Vanessa has told her, she can out if she if she thinks to do it and if she does that could actually change Sheldon's plans because it will show him some more of what's happening in the house which might make him realize that this is maybe not the best move for him so if Min thinks to do it that could actually help her and really again shake things up so there's quite a lot yet to happen uh and it, this is this week is crazier than last week <laughs> it is. I'm so excited to see where these next few days, how they play out. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on with me, Jess. You were you were great. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. All right. Where can people find you if they want to find you on social media? Oh, um, I think uh, I think it's Jess underscore Jaeger for both Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Uh, you can find me at Armstrong Taron on Twitter, of course. Um, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taron Armstrong. Um, I'll be back tonight with Anthony to talk about tonight's uh, episode of Big Brother Canada 8. And then tomorrow morning, of course, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern to update on everything that happens today on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. And then Tuesday night, we'll have our next roundtable. Uh, we'll update the ratings. Should be all over the place. Talk about the stock watch. Talk about the state of the house. This is going to be a lot to talk about in the roundtable. Uh, and then Thursday night, of course, we'll be back to recap the eviction episode of Big Brother Canada, which might be Min's eviction episode for all we know. Uh, so that's what we have for you. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.